0: in preparation for today's message we shall be reading from the book of Proverbs chapter 13 verse 7 and verse 11 and Proverbs chapter 28 verse 20 one pretends to be rich yet has nothing another pretends to be poor yet has great wealth wealth gained hastily will dwindle but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. A faithful man will abound with blessings, but whoever hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. We continue with our well series in the book of Proverbs, and the title of the message today is Dangerous Proposition. Shall we start with a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, once more, we humble ourselves before you. We thank you for the opportunity and for the privilege to study your word together as a church community. Lord, we ask that you open our eyes and our ears and our hearts, speak to us in a special way. Enable us not only to gain knowledge, But tutor us, Lord, and shepherd us, and learn how to be wise according to your standard and according to your word. We offer to you this time, be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Some like to show off their wealth, and some like to pretend they are wealthy. The opposite is also true. Some are not flamboyant and prefer to be discreet. Some are obsessed with social status or the power that wealth brings. Wealth on the fast lane is a tempting proposition, but it is a dangerous one. Those who fear the Lord will remain suspicious of get-rich-quick schemes those who fear the lord they avoid offers that are too good to be true because they suspect it and if the offers are valid they are most likely illegal if caught there would be consequences Yet, despite the dangers, greed possesses the hearts of many. Greed camouflages the danger, and the greedy do not mind or are too blind or naive to see. Their greedy hearts lure them into a trap. It is a trap with darts, arrows, and spears. The wise in heart will avoid this trap. The fear of God, the beginning of wisdom, is a guard against the traps of greed. Godly wisdom is an antidote to the poison of greed. Thus, may we learn awareness, truthfulness, and consistency in building our reserves. For the first point, wealth on disguise. Not everything is as plain as black and white. Some are gray. So some things are a paradox and irony. A reversal of the real thing. Some would show themselves as rich but are not really so. Yet, they bask in the temporary limelight, yet another camouflage and hide their wealth. Let's read verse 7. Verse 7 says, One pretends to be rich, yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. Now let me show you this picture of these two men and let me know which one is a rich person and which one is a poor man so sino diyan yung mayaman at sino diyan yung hindi mayaman <laughs> mayroon po kayong napili So let us be careful, no? Let us be careful and let's not be judgmental. Let's go back to the verse. It says there, one pretends to be rich yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor yet has great wealth. Now, notice that this verse does not condemn or does not commend uh, a person who pretends to be rich yet has nothing or another who pretends to be poor yet has great wealth. She's just, the, the author is just saying, perhaps, that we should be careful. We should be careful in, in judging another person. Now, based on this passage, we can gain three implications. First, one must not prejudge using outward appearances. Now, let us not prejudge. And let us not judge another person based on their outward appearance. Uh, there are several stories that those who are really rich, especially when they're going to buy something like a car or uh, a condo unit, they would just go in, 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 uh, in, the, in a car-selling uh, place and just in plain clothes. And sometimes the the businessmen, those who are selling such properties, would not even recognize them, and so they would not uh, even talk to them. And sometimes security guards would not let them in. So it's not the outward appearance that we are to judge. The second implication is to be careful in judging and in our hearts. We might be this person pretending to be rich, yet we don't have anything. Or we could also be the person who pretends to be poor, yet we have such great wealth. And so it's always a question of the heart. It's always a question of what is our motive when we are going to pretend. The word pretend has something to do with creating Putting effort on an appearance that is not real or that might not be true, and that could be dangerous why? because if we pretend to be rich and in in reality we are poor, then we are in danger of being kidnapped for ransom so some may may be hiding their their wealth by pretending to be poor just to avoid the the danger of utangan uh, and uh, by force kuna uh, ng pera. So, we must be careful. Let's check our hearts. Uh, and uh, the third implication is if we are to choose between the two, let's just say we're, we're forced to, to pretend or out of nothing, we, are, we want to pretend. And so we are to choose between the two. It would be better to choose the second one. Let's choose the latter. Pretending to be poor yet with great wealth. Now, we only do this if it is applicable or when it is applicable. So how do we apply this? Well, let's not show off. Let's not show off our wealth. Should the Lord bless us with wealth, let us not show this off. There could be dangers of showing this off. One, you may be attracting people who are in need of money. And so when we pretend to, that we have money, then they would come to us and ask us for money. And then uh, we are not be able to deliver and give because in reality, we don't have anything. Now, instead, let us use the wealth that God has blessed us for how He instructed us. So how do we use our wealth as the Bible, as the Lord instructed us? One, we honor Him with our wealth. Another is to practice generosity. Another is to build our reserves so that one day we'll be able to be of help to another person. Seeking the praise of others is unnecessary. There's no need to seek the praise or the approval of another person by pretending that we are rich. Rather, let us empty our hearts of the need for unhealthy validation. Now, let's empty our hearts of the temptation of the need of the desire for an unhealthy validation thus let us not show ourselves as more than who we are on the other hand let us show ourselves less than what we accomplished or have acquired now let us take note as well that this text is not about looking presentable. It is, it is, the context is not about that. Of course, it's important to to look presentable, especially uh, in specific occasions. We, we we don't want to appear poor when we're going to attend, let's say, a wedding, because that may also attract attention. Of course, when uh, we we are going to meet. a a VIP a very important person Uh, at least somehow we make ourselves presentable to them and so it we we come back to to the heart to the motive Uh, so the, the Bible is clear that we are not to show off so let's be careful in this area of our Christianity the second point that we have today is the wealth that dwindles. So as you go asigura from the word dwende, becomes short eventually. Wisdom warns the reader about gaining wealth hastily. Such wealth dwindles. Conversely, those who gather wealth in small portions consistently will grow it. And so we have the second one, the latter, as the model to follow. Verse 11 says here, wealth gained hastily will dwindle. Now, in some Bible translations, the word gained hastily is also by fraud. Meaning, someone gained certain wealth out of fraud, out of Well, tricking others. And so, such wealth will dwindle or shrink or waste away. But whoever gathers little by little will increase it. So, what is this it that will increase when we gather little by little? Well, the context is about wealth. And so, when one Gathers wealth little by little. He will be able to increase it. According to the ESV Study Bible, the person who receives sudden wealth. You now the context is not uh, like, for example, in succession when kamana tayo, you know, when we are given uh, a uh, something from a from a dead loved one or a friend. And so we suddenly end up having such wealth. The person who receives sudden wealth, well, this could be in the context of gaining wealth out of fraud and out of trickery. Or it could also be out of, let's say, a jackpot price. So you buy a lotto ticket and next day... 310 others with you would hit the jackpot. And so the person who receives sudden wealth has not worked for it. That's the context. Has not worked for it. Enough to understand its value. Because it has gained out of trickery, out of fraud. Then there's, there's no sense of understanding the real value. And understanding the hard-earned need and, and ability to, to receive this and work for this. And so for those persons who receive sudden wealth who has not worked for it enough to understand its value and, listen to this, has not gained sufficient skill in managing it. Well, well, The Bible says, wealth gained hastily will dwindle. It will waste away. By contrast, the Proverbs prefers diligent, patient, careful labor that will increase wealth over time. So for those who are working, let us be diligent. Let's be patient. Let's carefully... Labor and try to increase wealth over time. One must avoid the temptation of get-rich-quick schemes, which is, well, basically deceptive. Nor must one give in to the temptation of social acceptance that wealth brings. Instead, one must implore patience and consistency. Now, this verse reminded me of a, the story of the prodigal son. Remember the prodigal son who simply asked his father for, for his mana, his portion of the estate of his father, not waiting no, uh, for the father to die, uh, asking for the mana while the father was even still alive. And so, because he has gained this wealth from his father hastily, the father even did not question the intent of his son. What did he do? He immediately wasted such money. And such is the prodigality of this son. That his wealth, not even his wealth, the father's wealth, that he gained hastily, he immediately lost them. Now the third point is wealth without punishment, which in the story of the prodigal son continues. Wisdom states that the faithful person will have many blessings. Now, faithful person will have many blessings. Faithful means trustworthy, being trustworthy, being loyal, being steady. A faithful person is a person of integrity, of diligence, and also being careful in his or her action. However, wisdom warns about those who are hasty in getting rich. The book of Proverbs is consistent. And consistently warns us against this. Verse 20 A faithful man will abound with blessings, but whoever hastens to be rich will not go unpunished. So the hasty in getting rich embodies selfish gains, usually. Most of the time, at the expense of another. So why would the person who hastens, wants to be rich as fast as he can, be punished? Well, first, it could be that God's blessing is not upon the method of the acquisition of such wealth by that person. So, there's no blessing from God because of the method of acquiring such wealth. Because usually, those who hasten to be rich, most of the time, they have selfish gains or selfish motives. And because of this, they would do everything at the expense of another Therefore, a person must focus on becoming faithful. It means remaining steady in whatever responsibility. To remain loyal because they are probably grateful. And most of all, to remain trustworthy no matter the temptation. So how do we apply this? One, let us build patiently. Let us remove all inclinations for get-rich-quick schemes. Now, you could argue that buying a sweepstakes sweepstakes or a lotto ticket is not really morally wrong. You can even argue and say that, oh, the proceeds of this my, my winnings, if ever I will give it to the poor or I'll give it to the, even to the church or I'll, I'll use this for, for God's glory. And we can even use those as defense, as justification for us not to be able to, well, to buy a ticket and hope win now instead of having these kinds of ideas let us pray and trust God and ask for wisdom on how to increase our wealth let's ask God Lord give me the ability to be able to work well to find a decent job an honest source of income where I can gain, where I can work on a day-to-day basis, uh, little by little, gain and and receive uh, an income out of of an honest living, honest work, and help me, Lord, to little by little increase and build out of this wealth. And so let's ask the Lord to help us to be able to work excellently. Furthermore, let us build our reserves patiently and consistently. Why? Because haste will usually lead to waste. Another application is to be careful of scammers and to be wise, and to be discerning of such scammers that prey on the greed of people. Let's pray and ask the Lord to take out greed in our hearts that we are not tempted by such scammers. So why do people give in to the deceptions? Well, perhaps it is either because of their ignorance And so this is where we may apply what we have learned in the past Sundays to have a mentor, to ask for wise counsel from other people who may have first experienced such scams and learned from it or those who have studied it. And so that we may learn how to recognize and avoid and we will not be trapped and a victim of their scams. Now, why do people give in to deception? Could be their ignorance or being naive. Another is simply because of greed. So this is where we ask the Lord, the Holy Spirit, to help us overcome such greed. Or it could be possibly both. That's where we really need the grace of God. Now, even in legit investments, we should not rush. Let us seek wise counsel. Let us analyze patiently and let us weigh everything and consider every angle before we enter into such investments. Now, lastly, let us build faithfully. So first, we don't show off. Second, we build patiently. And then third, we build faithfully. And by His grace, let us cultivate faithfulness through the meditation of His Word, through prayer, and through church community. And the Word of God is like a shield that will protect us. It can also be a sword that we can use whenever we are tempted To enter into such get rich quickly, get rich quick schemes and with prayer and with the help of one another through the growth group and through the church community, the Bible says the reward is abundant blessings. What would be the blessings of building faithfully out of our work? Of course, there are so many blessings, and you can discuss this within your groups Uh, this week. uh, It could be that you will be blessed because you will be a blessing to others, to your staff, to your employees, if you are the employer. You could be a blessing to your family. You could be a blessing to someone. You could help one another. Another blessing is we gain and we learn something out of our work. Instead of being lazy, we are able to work. We're able to exercise the gifts, the talents, the treasures that God has given us, the resources. And so again, in the end, we are again a blessing to another person. So the reward is abundant blessings. Perhaps in your discussions, in your small groups, you have more uh, time to discuss such blessings. And these are not Even limited to earthly wealth. So let us remove this honesty and betrayal for the sake of gain, as well as slothfulness and lying lips, trying to deceive, trying to trick another person to give up his money, to part from his money, so that we will gain for the sake of riches. Otherwise, We will incur the consequences of our actions. And I hope you listen to this, the punishment of the Lord. One immediate punishment that I can think of is losing the trust of another person. You know, it's difficult to regain the trust of another person if you lose it especially out of deception, out of trickery. And that could be a punishment, a consequence out of our desire to hasten to be rich. The Bible says it will not go unpunished. So let us always fear God. The secret, uh, open secret, is to fear God and to trust Him with all our hearts and as we conduct ourselves in our dealings with another person in our business in our in our work in the workplace let us fear god and manifest that fear upon him with trust as well in our hearts the title of this message is dangerous proposition and from the passages Uh, From the Proverbs that we have read and we have studied, it gave us warnings, dangerous propositions. Allow me to end with a better proposition. And this is in the New Testament when Jesus says to His followers, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Instead of prioritizing wealth and earthly riches, let us seek first the kingdom of God. Let us seek first His righteousness as our priority, as the priority of our life. And the promise that all these things shall be added unto us. Allow me to read the poem written by our senior pastor, Master Ed Pilapil, Jr., Entitled, Piece by Piece. One pretends because of wisdom. In fact, it is a rule of thumb. Don't show off, even if you can intend to be a decent man. Another pretends to deceive. Man's applause, he wants to receive. Therefore, he pretends to be rich. be esteemed as such an itch, quick inheritance or a hack, sooner such will be at a lack. Instead, build reserves steadily and never behave greedily. Build it piece by piece, brick by brick, work well now without getting sick. It may take time But be content, no shame in dwelling in a tent. Learn faithfulness and truthfulness. Choose diligence, not hastiness. Blessings abound if you choose well. Thus, in wisdom's house, choose to dwell. Shall we all stand and close in prayer? Heavenly Father much is unsaid regarding these passages there's so much to learn out of these passages and our time today would not be enough to discuss all areas and possibilities where we could learn and apply biblical wisdom Yet we are thankful for the opportunity that we can meet as a group one-on-one or in small groups throughout the week where we can discuss more on these areas of our lives Lord we acknowledge that we have greedy hearts and we have selfish ambitions we acknowledge Lord that we have a tendency a natural one to deceive another so that we would gain selfishly it could also be that by nature we are pretenders and such pretense is another deceptive way of tricking another person that we are either rich or we are either poor yet in reality we are the opposite so Lord give give us wisdom on how to discern and how to check our hearts Our motives whenever we are tempted to pretend in the context of the passage that we have read and studied today remind us Lord of the dangers remind us of the consequences and the punishment that you have in store for those who would want to selfishly and deceptively gain out of the expense of another person tutor us Lord and shepherd us give us wisdom to avoid such temptations and to avoid such traps of deceiving one another instead help us enable us to learn a skill and to be excellent in such skill so that as we apply such skills in our work with a desire to help other people and increase the value of other people through the talents and the skills that we have learned that only comes from you we will receive abundant blessings. The blessing of being a blessing to others. The blessing of being a blessing to our staff, our employees, and to to our clients and to strangers. And we can even be a blessing to this church that through honest work, honest gain, we will be able to build patiently, piece by piece, brick by brick, slowly yet steadily and consistently. Teach us, Lord, to endure the hardship of the business and work which is attached to it. Help us, Lord, to understand The value of work and the value of fearing you first and trusting you in our work in our business in our career yet we ask that you bless each and every one of us Lord that as we go out from this place and start another week of business and work and in our profession May we always give glory to You and to Your name. Thank You, Lord, even for this time that we are encouraged by Your Word. We are taught by Your Word. So now help us apply this in the workplace and in our lives. This we ask and pray in Jesus' name. God's people say, Amen. Amen. See you again next Sunday. God bless us all.